Hello everyone. Welcome to season three of G Star Rainer. Did you miss us? Oh, well, we, we missed you. We hope you missed us too. I'm here with Ayatunde and Cynthia. And um, yeah, we missed you, but we had a bit of rest too. But we are happy to be back. Thank you. Uh, today we're going to be talking about something that, I don't know, some people will say, it doesn't matter. Some people will say, oh, please, please, please. But we really want to talk about it and rush it out. I have a feeling that without carrying out a real census, that 97% of us have actually experienced this thing. For me, it does get a bit on my nerves, but I like to hear from my co-discussants. So I'll just introduce the topic and they'll do justice to it. And maybe I'll just chip in a few ideas later, yeah. So it's about this thing of loans, but not just regular loans. You know, this new thing where people uh, request for loans, I guess uh, they probably don't put in, they don't get enough collateral or whatever, or part of the requirements is, or part of the agreement is that if they def default, they're going to send messages to their social media contacts, typically their phone contacts. And so me that I'm just sitting on my own. I remember the first time I got that kind of message. I got a message from some people that I'd never known. And they mentioned someone that I barely knew that the person was owing them and that I should speak with the person. Otherwise, they're going to embarrass the person or something. You know, something really weird and funny. And in my mind, I was like, what's my own? Go ahead now. But, you know, and afterwards, I started getting a bit more. Uh, so my real question is, what are your thoughts about that thing of uh, loan companies sending messages to people that will say we're busy minding their own business to tell them that someone else who happens to be on their contact list is owing? Does it make sense to you? Do you think it's a good practice or uh, is it something that should be looked into more deeply? So Cynthia, Dr. Etunde, welcome back again to Just Arena. I'd like to hear from you. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. It's good to be back on Just Arena. We're all with this, this, and this. Thank you all for your constant support. Thank you for your feedback. And thank you for staying tuned. Now, Susan Suri is here, and we're excited to bring this to our audience. And I'm sure we all have an exciting time ahead of us. Hi, Hadunike. Hi, Cynthia. How are you doing? It's great to be here. Okay, so let's cut to the chase. Um, my mom, you know, received this message from these people. That was the first time I you know, ever came across something like that. I think I received um, a similar message from them maybe weeks after, but at that time I had already known, you know, what it was all about. So that time, you know, when my mom received it, she just called me, I was like, come and see you and everything. Because in fact, the message they sent to her was that someone had listed her as a guarantor and that that person, you know, wasn't paying up. That person had defaulted in payment. And you know what it means now, if you're a guarantor, you know, and um, if any kind of default, 
they're coming after you, right? So she, she was really agitated. Like, and, you know, we're just both like wondering, how, how can this person, how can someone even, you know, list you as a guarantor without your knowledge and everything until, and I've, you know, started hearing reports, you know, from other people that, oh, that's the, I mean, there's this set of people, you know, in town now, they give loans and then it, you default in payment, they will send messages to uh, everyone on your contact list and all of that. And, um, well, I don't know whether um, there's any kind of um, agreement, you know, prior agreement between both parties, you know, that, oh, if you default, oh, we will send messages to people on your contact list and stuff like that. Maybe there's that um agreement i don't know and honestly i do not care um what's my business why are you sending me any message that somebody defaulted what, what, what do you want me to do about that what's my own why are you disturbing my peace i mean i, I don't i don't i don't understand the rationale behind it you think i'm going to pick my phone and then call the person to say hey this this and that what's my own now so i i i i, I don't I know that maybe, you know, they think if you, if they shame, you know, um, the person by sending messages to everyone, they know that they, they are debtors or something like that. Maybe, you know, that will push the person to pay on time. But honestly, I don't think that that tactic will work. I mean, you can't shame the shameless at the end of the day. So... But then I, I just don't see the reason why other people should be, I mean, disturbed unnecessarily. I think it's quite unnecessary. They should find better ways of getting the um, person to pay up rather than just sending messages to contacts. I mean, I don't want, what was that? So I don't, I don't, I don't support that idea. But then again, it is what it is. I mean, maybe that's how they feel they will be able to get the person to pay. And maybe it's working. We don't know. But then, for me, it's just unnecessary disturbance. Hi, ladies. I'm doing very well, thank you. I trust you both are doing um, all right as well. Um, I didn't care your statistics or your percentage. Your, it's making me laugh. Where did you get 97% from? Anyways, I just ignore uh, without further ado, to the main gist of the day, this is loan. I, I mean, I like to call them loan sharks because that's just that, that's just what they are. Um, I used to hear hear about them and the tactics you know that they used to recover their the the debt or what um, the amount they're giving out. I just felt like you know could this be real or something? Until about a month or so ago, I did get a message actually from 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 one of them. And the person that they quoted there is someone I'd worked with in the past, I think seven years or thereabouts. Like I couldn't even remember the person very well. I just knew when you remember the name. If you say if you put the person in a lineup and you say Cynthia, pick this person out, I can't even pick the person. When I got the text, I was like, Wow, like for real, for real. They're sending me these. And of course it came with all the threatening stuff, like, you know, if you don't uh, send a message to the if you don't reach out to the person to uh, let them know to um, call us back, uh, um, you know, we, we will come after you to collect the phone. And I'm like, Hello sir, 
Are you serious? I, like, are you really, 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 really serious? In fact, as we're speaking, I'm trying to see if I can actually come up with the message. I don't think I'm going to be able to. Anyways, I just feel like this. I mean, there, there should be some sort of um um rules against it. I understand that it's you know asking whether they signed something. I, I don't even if they, I don't think anything they even signed on this should be binding. How can you have access to people's um um contact details and then you are now trying to go after them it's just wrong on all fronts i don't even as in, on all fronts really is wrong if if when you were born if if i was if i signed and i was a guarantor for this person when when he or she was collecting money i understand that but i was not even aware you didn't send a message to me you know when this person was actually sending uh, when this person was lending for or when you when this person was collecting money from you is now that they've defaulted they are now reaching out to me i just feel like this is just wrong no matter how we look at it um i mean i can't find it i can't find the message i was looking for i was trying to look for it so i could um read it out but i can't find it i mean like i said i, I don't even understand the the planet on which that is even acceptable like mm -mm, it's not it's not in any way shape or form Adam Cynthia, yeah, I pulled the statistics from the air. But you know, one of the questions that I have really is should the, uh, well, we we'll call them creditors, I guess, when it's the debtors, right? The creditor firms, should they even have access to people's um, uh, phone numbers? That's the people who are not their debtors, but their debtors' contacts. Should they be, be able to assess the contacts of other people who are not in a contract with them or who don't have? any business with them. So I'm looking at it more or less from the, um, what they call it, from the legal angle. Really, should they even have access at all to our contact details to be harassing us? Because it's not like we're the ones that collected the loan and signed anything with them. I know, for example, if someone comes to me and asks me for, say, Cynthia or Dr. Yotunde's number, I said I'll be calling you Prof. Cynthia. Okay, someone asked me for Prof. Cynthia's number or Dr. Yotunde's number. I would first of all check with Prof. Cynthia or Dr. Ayotunde if they want me to give ABC their number. So I'll get their consent because your phone number is 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 your it's yours. I don't think it should be available to just anyone that wants to that that just wants to take. As in, it shouldn't be something that people put up. Particularly if I I didn't put it out myself. And I'll digress a bit. So there's someone I was speaking with on LinkedIn. We we're trying to discuss something. And uh, I was actually going to ghost the person, honestly. But I don't know how the person was able to fish the number I gave LinkedIn. Because I didn't ask LinkedIn to make it public. So I really don't know how he got the number. And he reached out to me. And he's been harassing me on, on uh, WhatsApp calling me at the oddest of times. And you know, the number is even calling me with, is the number I use, I hotspot it, I use it for my meetings. So, you know, it's not just me being elitist or egalitarian. Sometimes I don't want people to have my number because I don't want them to call me at the oddest of times. I've had cases where I'm having a meeting, I'm, I'm, we are all in a lot of online meetings these days. And I'm in a meeting, I'm trying to, Maybe I was I, I, at some point I was trying to sell something to someone. Uh, I was trying to I was uh, making a presentation to a prospective client, and it just happened that it was that time. 
was that some random person who was a delivery guy who wanted to who was i think he was even calling the wrong number or because finally we found out that he wasn't supposed to be calling me because he was supposed to be going elsewhere so he disrupted my presentation and he kept calling persistently and because I was, there was someone else i was expecting to join the call that's to join the presentation i i kept excusing myself to pick the call making me look really unprofessional for things that don't even make any sense so i'm just trying to bring up the point that the fact as in as little as some people consider phone numbers to be i think that it shouldn't be something that someone should be able to just pluck off the air and be able to have access to other people's data because someone else assigned a contract with you so that's where i'm coming from what do you think about this point about them having access to the contact details of the people on uh, on someone else's list isn't there a breach of privacy for me that did not take a loan from them then i'll bring up another issue i want both of you to address this too the other issue i want to bring up is that uh well in the course just in you know while preparing for this recording and all of that i came across a post by uh, my friend i said to any someone that i follow on in on uh, facebook and she had this post about uh, loan companies. So that's one of the reasons why it kind of piques my interest, considering the fact that we're going to be doing this recording. Uh, so th- what she said was that she doesn't know who advised them that Nigeria is a good place for them to do business. So she says she doesn't support the shaming and naming and harassing people and all of that. However, let's talk again about the people that do take loans with no intention of paying back. We need to. So one of the things is I said, there are people who took loans to get married. They are now grandparents and they have not repaid those loans. And they are confidently talking down on their creditors. In fact, uh, it reminds me of one post that I had kind of shared. I think I got it on WhatsApp or something. And uh, I shared it as a comment on a friend's post. And someone else took the comment, posted it on a wall, credited me. And it kind of went viral. But I'm not the I'm not the original author. I picked it from WhatsApp. But it was a creditor that was telling the debt sorry, a debtor that was telling the creditor that please don't stress me as you're asking me back for your money because I have been as in you're not the only one I'm owing. I have a schedule. So please wait your turn. When it's time, I'll get to you. You know that kind of level of arrogance, the confidence. That kind of thing. So I think that was why it went viral, and it kind of triggered a lot of um, payback your basic posts and all of that. Uh, so another one, she said, she was like, some people will train their kids in different schools, but I think that's kind of taking us. It's taking us into the issue of debt anyway, which is one of the things we want to talk about. Uh, so some people they actually carry their children. They will uh, for one or two sessions. They will be in this school. They will hold that school. They move on to another school, leave Bessie somewhere, move their children again, go on. So basically, they train their kids while owing different schools. And so she's like, the new one now is that people will collect loans, then they will take the creditors to small claims courts for disturbing them to pay back. So she's like, even the loan that the federal government is giving, she's wondering how they will collect it back from the people who do not really have any intentions of paying and they see it as their 
part of the national cake like if they are owing private companies is it who is federal government that they cannot owe as in with the mind that it's part of the what they call their own part of the national cake uh, so really as we are talking about people the issue of people having access to our phone contacts as loan companies having access to our contact details we are not in contracts with them i would like you to also address the issue of people that take loans with no intention of paying and they put so for me i think they are the they are the people that are the worst culprits in both cases you've got to take a loan without planning to pay and you've gone ahead to give a loan company the consent which you don't have for them to be able to come and harass me that i don't have any contracts with them so i'd like us to address both issues thank you thank you Adenike, for those questions interestingly as Cynthia was making a comment i quickly looked up these fintech companies and i came across a story this happened to a guy in kenya so he said he had taken the first loan he was able to pay back he took the second loan he was able to pay back but you know this thing is like a vortex so it eventually drew him in he took the third loan and that was when kasala happened he couldn't pay back so this series of um threatening messages came and in one of those messages they told him that if he didn't pay up they were going to invade his privacy by sending messages to his family friends practically everyone on his contact list and that it's according to you know um section so 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 blah blah of the agreement you know that is signed so apparently these are uh, people that you know take this type of loan seem to um, agree to certain terms and conditions okay and um, whether consciously or unconsciously they kind of like give permission to their creditors to harass uh, people on their contact list and if you look at it in one way it's binding right because it's an agreement but then uh, on, on the flip side it shouldn't be binding and it can't be binding you know like Cynthia um, was saying because it seems also like these creditors go through back channels to obtain information you know the information that they use against their debtors that's the information you know about um the details of people on their contact list i mean how actually are they able to access you know that type of information um is it that they collaborate with service providers or is it that they have some kind of spy software or something so it seems to me to like they are culprits you know these creditors are culprits because they are not obtaining the information you know um in, in i mean using legal or appropriate means and so they should also be prosecuted okay they're they're they're, they're also culprits they should be prosecuted they can't even you know they should they can't hold their heads high to say oh uh, we have a legal uh you know illegally binding um document or agreement or something because hey how 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 did you access the information that you're using to kind of like punish or you know force um your debtors you know to pay up or to um hold up their own hand of the agreement okay so um yeah I think it's wrong on the part of creditors like I've mentioned earlier and um the fact that they are you know, invading people's privacy, using, of course, not 
I mean, I mean, using inappropriate channels because that's what I think. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how are they able to get this information, and I think they use inappropriate channels or means to get that done. So that also makes them um, liable. All right. Um, having said that, now the issue of people, you know, taking loans and having no intention of paying back. <laughs> of course, that's that's wrong on all levels. And I think that um, if anyone actually does that, like you, you knowingly collect loans and you know in your heart of hearts that you don't have the intention of paying back that loan, you are pure evil. I mean, that's just an evil thing to do. So while there may be people like that, I want to think or believe that um, majority, you know, don't have that intention of not paying back. It's just that um, uh, what I think happens in most cases is that they don't make, you know, repayment a priority. Yes, I, I would say that. Of course, I know that um, in certain situations, you know, um, circumstances beyond control you know may make repayment impossible at a particular moment or at the uh, the agreed time okay but i also think that um some people okay if not many you know don't have um repayment as priority they don't make it a priority because i think if they make it a priority they will do everything they can do sorry, they can do, you know, to, to get the money uh, back to uh, where it came from. But it seems like they just have this uh, mindset that, oh, well, um, I'll, I'll pay it when it's convenient. And I, I, I think that's wrong. It shouldn't be at your convenience because when you were asking, you know, for that money, either as a loan or whatever, the, the, you, you weren't waiting for... Um, it's to be convenient, you know, for, for the person that was going to loan you the money or the people that were going to loan you the money. You weren't waiting for their own convenience. You wanted it now and then, and you, you, you know, you went through the process, you got that money. So now thinking that you will pay it when it's convenient for you, I think it's a wrong mindset. And, um, you know, um, I, I mean, beyond of taking loans because I mean I, I think it also spills to personal um, relationships where you probably need um, a friend a family a loved one or something to lend you some money because I, I think it's the same approach and you know people just have that mindset that okay I'll pay when it's convenient for me I personally find it a little bit offensive of course like I mentioned I, I um things happen that may not you know um make the money forthcoming at the agreed time but someone who has the intention to pay or who, who sees it as a priority will reach out and say oh please can you give me some more time and all of that not that you just throw your face away you know you carry face and you're like ah, well um when it's convenient i'm, I'm always like you know it's i, I think it's alex ikubo um, that said that um it's with the same energy that you collect money 
you know, from people. That's the same energy that you should use in repaying that money. And I completely agree with him. I think it's just totally wrong to feel like, okay, I'll pay it whenever, you know, I can. I'll pay it when it's convenient for me. No, it, should, it shouldn't be like that. And if for any reason the money is not forthcoming, reach out and ask for, you know, um, some more time. Don't, I'm sure I've probably mentioned it um, at one time or the other on this show. Don't wait for that person to be the one to come and start asking out for now. You be the one to reach out. Okay. Um, and then, you know, that's stuff about people collecting loan or taking loans to service liabilities. I mean, come on, taking loans to get married. Really? Really? You can't just go to the registry, spend few um, nairas and, um, you know, we are, we are married. So you can't do that. You have to go and collect loan. Abba now. <laughs> Professor Cynthia K. No, no. Anyways, um, so to the to your um question about whether they should have access to third party mobile numbers. I mean, just like I mean, I'm definitely on the same um fence as um Ayotunde has um uh, um communicated. Um it is more of ethics and i mean it's very it's 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 very wrong um i understand that they might have um, the let the um person that was trying to borrow money might have signed um um what's what's it called might have entered into an internal agreement at the point of um collection and stuff like that but such such an agreement is non-binding when they, when there's a third party involved, you know, in the deal, because you cannot make, um, you literally cannot enter into an agreement on behalf of somebody else when you don't have a power of attorney, and they certainly don't have power of attorneys for, you know, every single contact that they have. Now, the very technology that even allows such a thing to happen is, um, I think it's it's definitely a flaw and should not even have been allowed to even exist in the first instance and it's so rampant like it happens everywhere yet you know every now and then we hear of um government or um uh, um ethics committee saying oh they are clamping down on certain um uh, uh, um certain um le- lending organizations that had that doing that kind of thing and then you 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 know we hear a couple of them being um um shut down or being fined or stuff like that but then it doesn't you know, negate the fact that there is literally for everyone that they clamp down there's probably about 10 other people I mean, I mean, ten other um organizations. So I wonder why they cannot clamp down on everybody at the same time. You know, instead of doing it one after the other, we we know that these people exist. In fact, lending organizations that 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 exist, I'm sure there are more than fifty. At least going by what we hear in the news every day, I'm sure there are more than fifty. Even I mean, if they are not my my statistics use as well from from thin air, but I mean they are about that number, if not more, because of the, the just the way that we we um we um hear about it. Um, so I mean, of course, what is wrong? To be honest, on all fronts, I I can't even see a scenario where what they do is right. Now to your second to the second bit where you asked about those that have those that are lending with the intention of not returning it. Um, whilst delving into this, I'd like to still point back to the previous one and say this. The lending houses to have to come, you know, come up with another way of um recovering 
their their debts from people that are not going to pay back you know instead of doing what they do and just off the top of my head now i can think of collaterals don't i understand that the idea for this low and gain um i mean most often than not the monies that you know we're talking about they're not really a lot of money you know it's probably i mean it ranges from i mean five thousand to i mean in naira now but five thousand to maybe something like fifty thousand you know hardly i always more than that so i mean i think they should look into collateral system thinking of appropriate collaterals for the amount of money they want to collect for example all these very low things maybe collect their mobile phones you know for those that have to collect their mobile phones as collateral you know if they sell wares and stuff like that collect some of their wares that are slightly above the price i mean above the cost of what they are seeking to seeking to um, um borrow i know that um microfinance banks i mean i know a couple of microfinance banks that collects they collect a uh, collateral without collateral i can't do anything I remember that someone wanted to i mean um someone wanted to borrow i think about five hundred thousand and she had, i mean i know someone that works in microfinance bank so i've done an inquiry on 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 her behalf and she was told to bring um um have a vehicle to collect 500k and the, and the like when i related the message people were like ah ah but why now and i mean i understood from that point of view i mean if you're going to borrow 500k and you drop your vehicle that is definitely worth more than that it you know probably means you're going to i mean return their money and if you don't return their money of course they're going to cash out you know very well on top of your head so that also helps it helps the person that is um, um giving giving money it, it also sort of jolts the person who's borrowing money to ensure that they are going to return their money now delving into the way you've asked specifically i think it's it's bad behavior to borrow money and not return uh, um the money that you've borrowed in time or in, within the time frame that that you know you agreed with your lender it's just bad behavior you know not only does it uh, um does it uh, um um does it uh, um 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 bring about lack of trust in you it also brings about uh, um lack i mean it doesn't make the lender sort of interested in probably extending their business to other people and it's just not fair it's wrong it's not good and i mean the more people do it the more the more issues you know this continues to bring up for other people because genuinely some people do need this money and they're probably going to return it but when you know this lending um houses and organizations are going through this so now or later i mean by the i mean of course like, like i was saying earlier, earlier that we've heard about uh, um uh the government clamping down on them before you know it you wouldn't have these low hanging fruits that are actually able to borrow um um, people money anymore so it's just bad behavior to be honest and if for some reason just like um ayotindi has said if you know that you're not going to be able to um um um, pay back at the agreed time with your lender please reach out to them email out them and let them know okay and do that before the time so for example if you have agreed on paying tomorrow paying back tomorrow and you know that by that tomorrow you are not going to be able to pay back please don't wait till that tomorrow and then or maybe the next day when the person does not hear from you they're now chasing you it's wrong it's wrong it's wrong and doesn't speak well if you're not going to be able to make them as soon as you know it could be days weeks ahead let them know look i know this is the timeline but can we can we can we restructure i'm not going to be able to make this payment by this date you know and you know 
I mean, I, I, I would, I would, I would be leaning, leaning on uh, this person's post now. That was saying, it was Alex Okubo that was saying that the same energy that you used to borrow. I mean, everyone's always milk, um, meek, and all of that when they want to borrow money. But when, when it comes to time for refunding, is story, stories on stories, stories upon stories. It's just wrong. It's not fair. Um, not only are you, uh, um, I mean, not only are you spoiling yourself so to say colloquially it's just that you are also um blocking rude for other people that genuinely need the money and they need their that that assistance so i mean for me bottom line i feel like learning house this show find um more um ethical measures to ensure that they're able to recover their debts from people instead of going about you know this one that they do with publishing um sorry sending messages to all of their contacts this is wrong and i'm definitely i'm certain that there are other ways that they can you know do this hmm well Cynthia, it's like you and i will start our thin air statistics company eh? And uh, I think uh, Dr. Yotunde will also be one of the board members, because she too, she has joined us with this uh, majority that she's saying. Thanks, ladies, for your interesting responses. And so I think I agree that if the loan firms, particularly, um, they are culpable if they are using illegal means to access people's contact information. That's to get them, because there's a question, how do they get the contact information? That's the detail that makes them very culpable. So even whether they've signed a contract, even if the contract was legally binding, assuming it was, which it isn't, they probably are using illegal means to access the information. So it's not like the people that took the loan from them actually wrote out names of people, in which case you say, oh, it's all just on the person that wrote out your name. But obviously the loan firms are using some technology which is most likely illegal to access the information. And if by chance, per chance, they are getting the information from the telcos, I think also that we need to also call the telcos to question and ask them why they are giving out people's contact details. And just to respond to uh, Cynthia's suggestion about about collaterals and all, I think the reason why people take those loans, the, the catch or the... The innovation in quotes is that you don't need collateral because if I have the collateral, why should I go to the loan shark who is probably collecting more? So the general idea is that because you don't need collateral, you pay a higher interest rate on those loans than what you would have paid if you went somewhere where you had to put the collateral. So that's the that's the allure of the loans. And then they're like, oh, if you cannot pay back, then this is we would have to use... So there are loan sharks, long, long and short. And uh, we know all over the world that loan sharks don't always use legal means to get their money back. So it's just that they've now tried to turn loan sharking into businesses. But for me, I'm like, well, whatever. If you decide to go and get yourself involved with a loan shark in whatever form, do what you want to do, but please don't involve me. That's the way I actually feel. But anyways... Now, someone reached out to me during the week. I'm kind of moving on a bit, on still on the same subject of loans and debts. And I like the way Dr. Ayotunde also introduced the issue of personal loans. That's in this case, you haven't gone to a loan shark or a loan firm, 
you've gone as a person to your friend to come and beg for money and uh, when so because i'm going to tell this story because it kind of dovetails into what she said which is uh, that uh, you, even when you borrow from others please maintain the same energy you used when you were begging for the money so someone has reached out to me now he said he's owning one of those loan firms uh and uh, you know uh, basically it was like uh, that He's reaching out to only people he trusts. I said I could still pick a bit of arrogance in the way the message was sent, like, oh, you are one of the privileged people that I felt comfortable to ask for a loan. But, you know, I just really wasn't in the mood, and I made sure that I did not give him all the money he was asking for because my personal policies are whatever I, I loan you is something I can leave for you if you don't pay back. So for me, that's just me personally, and that's me. This is now me going into the personal loan um, area. Out, uh, Doctor Yesunde and Cynthia, please feel free to also. I think we've talked about this before, if I remember, in one of the previous seasons. Well, just in case we haven't, uh, somehow my memory is telling me that we have. Uh, in case we haven't, my personal principle is that whatever you cannot leave as dash or someone, don't loan them. So I'd like, to, I'd like you all to share your thoughts on what people can do as well to protect themselves from people that borrow and don't pay back and send all of those kinds of messages about wait your turn and all of that. So again, uh, I, would, I think I'll try to answer my own question with a thought. Uh, what do you think about uh, loan firms publishing the list of defaulters, people that default on the loans on blogs and in newspapers as in the energy they are using to disturb third parties, what, what if they go and pay people who actually love to publish those types of news, news quotes, you know, and, uh, you know, what do you think as a better way than harassing people that were not part of the contract? What do you think? Do you think it's a better way if they come up with the list? You know, the way we, Amcon sometimes will write the names of people that are owing people just to embarrass them in the pages of the newspaper, do you think it would be more effective than harassing third parties? So uh, those, I'll, I'll just love to hear from you on those. No way, it makes sense that you actually refer to them as loan sharks because that's exactly what they are, loan sharks. And anyone that is going to leave the traditional financial institutions or friends or family or business partners to go borrow money from loan sharks should you know, expect they're going to come at them in a shark kind of way. I mean, they're going to come at them in, you know, with any means necessary. So you should also try to ensure that you are able to meet up with whatever date or time that you have given them to pay back. Um... With just with anything, just with any contract that you want to sign, you want to ensure that you've dotted all your eyes and cross all your T's. Check that you are well protected. So if you know that there's a potential, or there's just that you might not be able to pay back, I think it makes sense that you ask them ahead of time. Okay, what happens if by this time I don't pay back? I know that some some people might some um organizations might allow you to um sort of um pay after the date you've promised. It's just that you you know there might be some penalties that is attached to it so you have to ensure that you understand it and if they don't have maybe don't borrow for them and find other avenues like you know you cannot eat your cake and have it at the same time um also with the person that you said um, i mean that that would um apply to the person that you said oh um 
I cannot pay back and they just keep harassing me. Is you, you know you should have asked this question beforehand. What happens if I mean I'm I'm gonna give an example if this is a very weird example, but if you take public transport to work and you feel like having a car is gonna make your um situation better um after you buy the car you have the car you also have to think about it what, what if this car that I, that I bought what if it breaks down how do i get to work you know you have to think about okay i'm going to revert to bus um taking or however i mean to get to work so that's just that's what i'm talking about you need to be sure that you've covered all bases before you actually go and borrow money from these loan sharks as you put it also with the thing that you said about um not giving more than you can um like not you know lending more than you you not 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 lending more than you can afford to give away or dash or forget um i'm i don't necessarily subscribe to that because i feel like some things do happen where you actually do need to such huge favor what you can do i mean by all means if that is how you want to play fine and also depends on the person and i'll give an i'll give an example i don't know i don't know why i'm i feel like with a couple of my friends i have i have some sort of credibility if i tell you that i want to borrow a millionaire from you and i tell you that i'm going to return it in the next two months you know i think some of my friends can they know that they can actually go and sleep and know that cynthia would not go past the day that she said she's going to return it and even if she, she's going to go past Cynthia would inform me well ahead of time and let me know. I think I've gotten to that level with some of my, you know, some of some of the people I call friends. So I think you know you would also you might also come across such people that you actually trust that this is going to happen. I mean, they're good. They they are their word is their word. Their yay is their yay and their nay is their nay. So um, the idea of you know me not not lending more than I can. Um, not more than i can um give away my for me my not essentially play to you know all scenarios that's some i think i think it has to do with the person that just that is actually asking like there are some people that if they ask me if i don't want to tell them and i'll try no i can borrow them something that i can afford to let go you know but some people will come and ask me for money and i don't mind actually giving them exactly what they've asked for because i know that they would definitely not um mess me up or not um yeah, mess me up let me use the f word um i mean the 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 thing that you said about uh, publishing the names, I mean, using using the same energy that they use to go after third party, it makes absolute sense. Look, if they want to publish their name, their names after they you know they don't pay back or whatever, just ensure that you put it in your contract or they are, or they are aware before they collect the money. Please, any means necessary, just go ahead, whatever way you want to recover your debt. I absolutely don't have any problem with it. So it's up to them. In terms of what I think people can do to, I mean, what they can do to recover their loans to be honest it's just the way the market is there's nothing that you can do unfortunately you cannot forcibly go and steal from the person you've given money to because they've not given you back you know at the time that they said it's just the business loan recovery debt recovery it's it's, it's quite messy it comes with the territory so you, you i mean you have to take it or leave it you know cynthia i actually think that some people who um take loans from these loan sharks are aware of what's going to happen if they default in payments because i don't think this is something new i think um this is um something that has been happening for some time now and people out there are aware that um when you 
take loan from these people. They will come after you if you do not pay back as I'd went due. I mean, we heard about it. I'm sure we discussed this with um, some other people. I mean, it's um, an ongoing discussion on social media. And then, you know, the word of mouth, if it happened to someone, the person would relay their experience to another person, you know, and then what goes round. So I am sure that people are aware, yet they still go ahead to take, you know, these loans without making adequate preparation to pay back. And I think that that's where the problem really is, okay? Because people will always take loans for whatever reason. So that taking loans is not the issue. If I'm taking loans from them, it's probably not the issue. Because like Adenika said, um, the fact that they're not going to present any form of collateral is a catch, okay? So um, so it's for some, it's just easier that way. And so they go for this type of loans. And that's okay. But then what is not okay is not making adequate preparation, to pay back. So you have to have plan A, plan B, you know, as many plans as possible. You know, just like you said, you have to have something that you can fall back on, you know, when it's time to pay. And if you know that that's not possible, maybe you should, again, just like you said, find another way, you know, to go about getting the money that you need. Because if, if you, if you agree that, I mean, you you want to take this loan and like i said i think they do you know sign some sort of agreement or something like that so um you 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 just have to hold up your own end of the bargain and um if they come after you don't play the victim because you know what you know what they'll do you know what's going to come you know um if you don't pay up so I think that um, a lot of people, or, well, let me not say a lot of people. I just think that some people, you know, probably approach these types of loans the same way they approach um, um, loans. Okay, let's use that in quote now, you know, that they take from friends and family. Because in that situation, they can bring in sentiments and all of that, even if they don't pay back on time. And nothing is going to happen to them, you know practically and so they think that it's going to be the same way with these loan sharks else i mean why would you go and take such loan when you know what is going to happen and not make adequate preparation to pay back as i'd went you and then you now come and start saying they are after me or you know and then you play the victim i i actually think that people should also um do better you know um with um i mean be i mean um let their word be their bond, you know, when um, doing these types of um, transactions. Of course, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of things happen, you know, circumstances beyond control. But please, if you are going to loan sharks, I, I beg, have 100 plans, if possible. I mean, just to avoid stories that, you know, touch. Okay, um, now let me address uh, Martinique's um, questions. Uh, I'll start with whether... Um, I think this loan shark can publish the names of defaulters and all of that, you know, just to embarrass them or shame them or what have you. Honestly, they can do whatever they want. Just don't, you know, that bit of asking people, I mean, um, including or dragging 
family and friends into the matter that does not concern them that's that's um that's my own issue don't involve me do whatever you know you want to do as long as the individuals are aware that this is what is going to happen if they don't pay up once they agree so i mean it is equation as balanced so they can go ahead and do whatever they want to do um and then the other question about um the oh was it a question well anyway um the policy thing well i honestly think it's a very good policy really because um even sometimes when you believe that this person you know will will not let you down sometimes they come up with stories that touch and um it can it can really be devastating because now this is probably a, a friend family you know and all of that that you you can not do anything about so to speak it can it can really be you know i mean it can really be devastating that's i don't know that's i don't know what um other word i want to use right now and so um so that you also don't feel the 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 the, the brunt of it all if you feel like okay i'll give you the amount that i know that okay if you don't pay back i can let go easily i think that's that's good though because that way you know you, you your mind is made up your mind is that usually when you say okay I'm, I'm loaning you or i'm lending you this money your mind is there that that money is coming back to you you may even have plans you know for that money and then somehow the money does not surface or does not surface at the time when you need it and everything like that and then you you're not able to get your money back because you're trying to you know uh, preserve the relationship and everything honestly it can it can really you know mess things up okay so the, the, the it's better if you know that you have put your you know you have you have um already set your mind that okay this amount that i have lent the person if it doesn't come back i can let it go that way you'll be at peace there will be no yawa okay but then i also understand you know what cynthia um was saying about having some people that have been you know tried that have been tested and trusted okay if you have somebody like that uh-huh, then you can go ahead and you know um, um and and give you all or give the amount that they're asking for if you have it anyway because that's another thing i always say like if the money is not there i'm not going to go and borrow money to 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 lend somebody money i, I won't do that so if the money is there but if it's not there there's nothing i can do to okay but then if the person is tried you know and trusted the person has done it once twice three times that you know they came for money you loaned them and then they returned you know as i went to you know they're credible of course now uh, why not but in the other case uh, you know you have to just be careful i think you have to protect your art one way or the other so whichever way goes just do i always this is my own policy I'm not, I don't believe in 
displeasing yourself to please another person or distressing yourself to make another person feel good. I, I don't I don't believe in that. So I won't do it if it would distress me. And I have no part in that. Thanks for your fantastic, fantastic contributions, Dr. Ayotunde and Professor Cynthia. It's been really, really fantastic. It's been, well, I don't want to be like Lucifer that keep using the same word over and over again. Uh, it's been amazing having this conversation with you. Uh, I think we've kind of gone through the things I was thinking about to talk about. Obviously, there's still a few questions here and there that um, will be nice to hear from the um, from the audience, what you think about these loans and debts matter. And uh, just in just to say, just while we were recording, I came across this uh, post about uh, or the news about one of those loan firms getting themselves because of their on their underhanded tactics and all that. They the people that were owing them actually took them to court, and now they have to forfeit the loan and they are still paying back because they did not go through the right channels i think from my understanding so i, I think my own uh, conclusion to loan firms is that uh, loan firms please use your um do your due diligence and make sure that whatever methods you're using are not methods that are going to come back to bite you because there's no there is no point uh, being penny wise and pound foolish and you expose yourself to unnecessary lawsuits. There has to be a sensible way to run this business that is not going to put you, your investors' monies and um, your clients and all in a bad place. Doesn't There has to be a way that is not, um, how do I say that? That doesn't embarrass everyone. I don't think that this issue, this way of uh, going about harassing third parties that did not enter into a contract with you is the way to go in loan recovery. But, well, I've been wrong before. Well, even then, I was just mistaken. <laughs> so I'd like to hear from Dr. Yatunde and uh, Cynthia. Any last words? Do you have anything you would like to leave the audience with? Oh, I also forgot to say, please, if you are planning to take a loan, please have a plan to pay back. Maintain the same energy you used when it's not it's not your part of the of the national cake. It is a loan. It's people's money that you're playing with. People's uh, people have invested in this. Some people, well, I'm sure you, I'm sure many of you think, oh. It's just ill-gotten wealth, so everyone is sharing the wealth around. But uh, the thing is that when you when you spoil ground for where you spoil that ground, other people coming behind will not be able to take advantage of that benefit. And we do know that once in a while, people do need loans because there's an emergency here or there. So uh, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Gisterena. We hope you enjoyed the topic discussed. Please drop your comments and let us know what you think about it. 
we'll definitely love to hear from you. Until next time, bye!